okay, so I was just told that my intros suck <laughs> by Connor. No, I said we have like the same three intros. Yeah. I'm trying to avoid those. Yeah, this is a, it's like an Inception intro because we're, it's an intro talking about intros, but we know what you're thinking. We have been gone. It's true. It's a lot true. has happened. Yes. We know. Um, vacation, got sick uh, at different times, work, travel, all the stuff. No one cares. Yeah, so work, let's get travel, into it. not travel, travel. Well, okay, you had travel, travel. I, I didn't, yes, I, didn't I was just kind of combining. Fun. I'm traveling for work. I was combining all our travel together and being like, yeah, we traveled, um, work, got sick. Who hasn't got sick yet? Yeah, I feel like they're. I feel like you could still hear it in my voice. I'm pretty no, sure. No, mine is still like I just have a sinus infection. I think it's like just about gone, but I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, yeah. I feel fine as well. Um. I just I don't know what this what this did to me. I tested negative for COVID because I was considering going out. Uh, mom's got another uh, fitness competition, and I was considering going out. And they're like, "Well, don't get me sick before the competition." So I was like, "All right, I'll go home. I'll take a test." Came out negative. Mm. Uh, my wife says positive last week, which it's been two and a half years. No vaccine. That's the first time she's got it, and she's been around me when I had it. She's around my family when they had it. Her family when they had it. Never got it. Fun times. I don't know what this is, but it hit you and your family, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it hit me. It hit some of my other friends. It hit everybody else that I know, basically. Yeah. And as far as COVID results, they're up in the air. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't, know how, don't know. I don't know how accurate the at-home ones are at this point with whatever strains going around. But basically, me and my wife got sore throats a couple of days. Yeah. My voice still. I don't know what happened to it. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, you don't sound bad to me, to be honest. You don't sound too bad. Um, I can tell you that it hit us. Whatever it was hit us really hard. Yeah, you guys were down and out. I oh, was no, just I was irritated. like, I was like sweating and chills. Temperature was just going up and down. Uh, fever, and then it switched mid, like within like the first couple of days, it switched over to a sore throat and a sinus infection, but the fever was gone. And then I had a completely <laughs> new set of symptoms. So it was bizarre. It was crazy, but we have some bizarre and crazy stuff to talk about today. Um, I guess let's just go ahead and get right into it. This is when we do a news corner, we want to talk about things that the media is kind of silent on in general. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that they have been pretty silent on is the fact that there was an attempted murder of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. Um, now, if anyone... This was last night. Yeah, yeah. This was um, pretty recently. Um, let me go ahead and pull up this article from CBS. Um and just start off with the first paragraph. Federal agents raid the family home of Semi Valley Man, who is accused of plotting to murder Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Um, I'm not going to go ahead and say his name, but he's a 26-year-old man, and he was charged with uh, the attempt to murder a Supreme Court Justice. If convicted, he faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Oh, I shouldn't have said his name. I feel bad now, but... I don't like to say their names, um, but he was taken into custody. I'll edit that out in post. Yeah. Um, He was taken into custody and seized his backpack and suitcase, which authorities say contained a black tactical chest rig, 
tactical knife, a Glock 17 pistol with two magazines and ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, screwdriver, nail punch, crowbar, pistol light, duct tape, hiking boots with padding on the outside of the soles, and other uh, items. So I'll give credit where credit is due. There's a quote in here by Attorney General Merrick Garland, who is not a conservative um, as far as I'm aware. Um, and he said, threats of violence and actual violence against the justices strike at the heart of our democracy. I love this quote. I think it's completely true because what the Supreme Court is supposed to do is they're supposed to render an opinion not based on public opinion. Mm -hmm. That's what they're supposed to do. Now, I would have liked to have heard this quote when the Roe v. Wade draft was leaked. The Alito draft was leaked. I would have loved to have heard this quote uh, by the press, the then press secretary, uh, Jen Psaki. I would have liked to hear this from more people in a less vague way of like, oh, will we, if it's peaceful, and, and pretend like those are peaceful protests outside of there. I don't think you should be protesting outside of anyone's home, quite frankly. I think it's I don't care if they're on the left or on the right or if you hate them you should not be protesting outside their home I think I I think I would concur with that yeah it to me it's not super political um, but here's what's more shocking is that you're like Jordan I didn't hear a ton about this I don't feel like a lot of people are covering it and that's true I don't think that a lot of people are covering it actually I'm gonna go to CNN um because it's a pretty big deal like for, I think this guy came over from California um, to Maryland to get to Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Bless me. Bless Cotter. Um, and I'm looking on this CNN page um, and trying to be fair about it. Be like, okay, where is where could this article be? Because this is a really big deal. Like, imagine if this was a liberal justice and it was some crazy, you know, alt right. Um, person going after a liberal judge it would be everywhere yeah, some some liberal judge that is trying to keep abortion legal right like and they and they again no matter where you stand this issue you know murdering supreme court justices is not the answer it's not the answer um but this is where we've come to in our country i am looking desperately for anything on cnn about like on, even on their front page about um this attack and I don't see anything um like there's four main articles on here with pictures um and the ones that we have up here are the main story the big story is that the Washington Post fired someone and that uh the Senate negotiators are optimistic about gun talks these, in my opinion, are much smaller stories than I would say the ones that I just talked about now. Now, actually, I'm kind of curious if we go ahead and look at Fox News. All right. Let's just be fair. Let's go ahead and look at Fox News and see if they are taking it seriously or not. Um, I tend to like Fox News a little bit better um, than um, CNN. Yes. Sorry. It, I put Connor convinced me to put an ad blocker on my computer. And so now I can't scroll Fox News because I have to allow ads. Just turn it off. I don't know how. Okay. See so my I'm screen? I'm going to do this now. Great. Just click that so it goes gray. 
and ah. then it'll you can refresh it. I had to do the same thing. Okay. So I did find CNN did cover this, although okay. it's not on the front page. Where where was it? Uh, oh no, I had to I had to search. I had to use a search engine. Specifically searching CNN for anything to do with Kavanaugh came up with a uh, update from yesterday on June 9th with the title saying that an armed man was arrested near Brett Kavanaugh's home and charged with attempted murder of a U.S. judge. So they did cover it. And I don't even, I don't know. They got three different authors that were on it. As for where I would find this, I did find it in CNN politics. So I don't know if that's where you were. Yeah. Well, I'm actually looking on Fox News and I'm also having a hard time finding it um, on Fox News on their front page. Because I feel like this is a story that should be on. Oh, wait. Okay. So hang on. So it's not on the front page in the sense of it's an article. Um, on Fox News's website, there is kind of a little banner that's like, okay, here's the hot topics. Mm-hmm. So they have Ukraine-Russia war as their hot topic. Um, January 6 hearings, also a hot topic. And then the first one in there is Kavanaugh threat. So it seems that they are... Um, yep, I see it up there. Slightly, Kavanaugh threat, January yeah. 6 hearings, and Ukraine-Russia war. Right. Three hot topics. Yep, three hot topics. Um, um, I... That's better than CNN. Still kind of small, uh, in my opinion, but, um, you know, that's a maybe that's a marketing issue. Maybe that's purposeful. I have no idea. Um, yeah, but he um, was in Montgomery County. This is according to the affidavit um, he, in front of Montgomery County. Montgomery County, Maryland, um, which is the res- residence of a current justice of the United States Supreme Court. The individual looked at the two deputy U.S. marshals who were standing next to the parked vehicle and then turned to walk down the street. Uh, and it goes through this affidavit, if you want to read it for yourself, it goes through um, the entire incident of what happened. Um, but my main point in saying it wasn't covered very well, at least by the by at least CNN. Um, I don't really see it circulating on um, like my social media or anything like that, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. And while I do have a good amount of conservatives that I know, I am friends with people who are definitely not conservatives and that's okay. Um, and I, and I'll typically see offensive stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything from really even conservatives as much about this. Um, now, I, I do wonder if maybe these things happen more often, but this is becoming a much larger story because of what we're going to have the judges voting on soon. I, and what was leaked. We talked about this the last time that we were on with just the, the demonstrations and the doxing of their, their homes and addresses and all these protests that started outside that it, would, it had the high potential to become violent. It has become violent, or at least the threat of violence. Yeah, I'm I have no doubt just like any sort of public figure um, that holds some sort of importance, whether it be um, like legislation, uh, importance of legislation or if importance of influence that I'm sure these these judges face death threats. I'm sure that they get nasty emails and a lot of different stuff. I'm sure that there has been some stuff that's been thwarted for sure. Um, But I feel like this Maybe you're right in that it's being overly publicized, um, but in this case, I think 
I don't think it is just because of the magnitude of this event that the court has ruled on mm-hmm. um, or is, excuse me, is ruling on is Roe v. Wade something that's incredibly controversial. I think maybe I'm not the best with stuff that the Supreme Court has ruled on. I'm going to be very honest. I'm not the best with it, but the I think the last notable one was when they um, when they approved same-sex marriage. I want to say that was 2014 or 2015. I'm just going off of pure memory here. Um, but that was, that was probably one of the bigger ones that could have gotten more of a public uproar maybe, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think you bring up a good point, but yeah, the the only reason I ran across it is because every now and then I do find myself scrolling through Reddit and somebody posted a interesting question saying, you know, that an, an armed man was arrested near Justice Kavanaugh's home and reportedly said he was there to kill him. How worried are you about the possibility of violence against the justices right now? Now, what you guys should know is that this subreddit subreddit is Ask a Liberal. Um, (laughs) I scroll it for these occasionally good ones. Normally, it's pretty mind-numbing answers, and you kind of get the same stuff on Ask a Conservative, to be honest, at least from what I've found. However, I did find there were some users on here that were posting links reporting that there's been other attacks that weren't reported um, in the last few days. And so that's that's kind of what what spurred that question for me is sure. if if it really is if it really is as uncommon because I imagine we don't hear about all these threats we we know that like as far as credible threats towards President Trump it happened quite a bit but they like hardly ever publicized it and I imagine it was the same for Obama and Bush and it's got to be the same for Biden um, I just. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't change the fact that what people are doing and acting like this is is, is subverting our system. And that's not saying the system's perfect either, but when you subvert it and you are clearly trying to influence people via threatening their life, it's not a fair system at that point. Yeah, it's so interesting because they kind of change the rules all the time where they're like, oh, screw the constitution, but also it's my constitutional right to kill my kid in the womb. Like it, they just can't, like they only will side with the constitution if they like what they think it can give them. But if, but if they don't like it, they're like, screw everything. That's why they're like, well, let's pack the Supreme court. Right. right. Which is again, like you don't just get to dismantle the system because they do something that you don't like to do. Uh, it, well, you know, maybe I lied there. Maybe if it's like a communist um, so, uh, communist system maybe but in, in regards to the closest thing we have to a democracy a republic uh, these things were put in place on purpose these the the founding fathers weren't you know idiots you know trying to i don't know just they just want to you know it's like i just want to protect my right to to, to shoot you know cows and and, and and hunt you know they i think they had probably had just well they had just gotten away from Britain. They're like, well, we know the extreme of this. We need to put these protections in all the time. All of that to say, sometimes the left is okay, wants to cite the Constitution, even though I don't think the Constitution can be cited um, in the case of Roe v. Wade, uh, which is what Alito talks about in his draft. Um, but then when they when it doesn't suit them anymore... They don't want the Constitution, like with gun control. They're like, oh, screw the Second Amendment, you know, all mm-hmm. that fun stuff. 
Fair enough. I did. I did find at least one of the links here where it does talk about a Wisconsin uh, county circuit judge that was murdered. However, this judge, from what I can tell, is former, so retired, and I don't think that that has to do with a uh, an ongoing court case at this point. Um, I'd have to look into the story a bit more, but it seems like it's probably a bit more of a random killing. Um, it didn't make the news. I never heard about it. And this was June 7th, so it's been a couple days ago. Actually, day before Kavanaugh's uh, attempt was made. Yeah, well, I mean, we've, seen a, we've seen a good rise in crime. I think that when you have a system that doesn't necessarily come out against crime anymore, like the Biden White House is not doing very well in terms of, of trying to take down crime no um, definitely not yeah and and i think that as we continue on we're gonna see more uh situations where places that are supposed to be safe aren't safe anymore because mm. they're like oh well we can do what we want because there's no consequence um for our for our decision what was it is it in california where you can you know s- steal nine hundred dollars worth of merchandise yes um, so if you're, if you're struggling to buy groceries, just go over to California, get yourself $900 with the groceries and just under, just don't go just over, don't, don't go, go over, over $900. Don't go over now, $900. Are they including tax? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, That's if, I wonder, I wonder if that means that you could steal up to $900 worth of gas because California's headed towards $10 a gas right now. Well, the, the thing, parts. the gas is harder because you have to put in your credit card for the gas. You do. But with merchandise, you pay afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you could... I'm not trying to encourage people to steal. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. If people want... I mean, it, look, we do believe stealing is inherently wrong. And th- and we believe that beyond the laws of this country. However, if legality is all that concerns you, California has given you basically a free pass up to $900. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think there's actually news that one of the DAs, they voted out one of the DAs um, because they were just letting the streets get, you know, heroin needles, you know, feces, crime. Like, so even people in California now are kind of like, well, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should consider getting somebody in office that actually cares and, you know. Yeah, that cares about the, 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 the general well-being of the cities, especially the cities up in, up in the north, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I think it was San, San Francisco. San Jose is okay. It's far enough removed from San Francisco, an hour, hour and a half or so. Um, but yeah, San San Francisco, not looking so great for them. No, it looks it looks really bad. The whole country uh, is is starting to kind of turn. Like I think liberals and conservatives alike want a safe place to raise their children and you or know, not raise children because that's pretty them. popular now. Yeah. That's also that's also something I was listening to a different podcast I've never ever listened to before. Um, but my friend was like, hey, you should listen to this. Which podcast was it? Uh, it was by like Albert Mueller, I think. Um, but it was like a quick, like, it's called the daily brief, I want to say. Um, but he was talking about birth rates, um, and how in Japan, Japan's their death rate is outdoing their birth rate. Yes. And they're now raising the age of retirement to like 70. Mm -hmm. Um, and so did they give a, did they give a prediction for how quickly the Japanese population would die off? I didn't hear it. Maybe they have, but I haven't heard it. Because if I remember the numbers correctly from the last time I looked, it was like three deaths to every one birth. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty insane. 
It's it's not good. Um, it's not good. I don't know. And one of the things too that I was curious about was like, okay, do they do they have the same kind of policies like they do in China? Nope. I am yes, I was saying. I imagine that they don't, or else we would have heard about it. Um, they don't, but I don't know that culturally they have like a bunch of kids. Yeah, but I, I China's up to three childs. Now. Three childs. Yep, three three childs. childs. Yeah, I. That's pretty good. I mean, up to three kids. Wow. Yeah, they um, introduced the one-child policy back in the early '90s or late '80s, and then they, around 2010, I believe, they upped it to two, and then in 2017 or 2019, they upped it to three because what ended up having is the disparity between their men and women. Who could have thought when you abort all the girls yep. that you can't reproduce without them? It's yep. not possible. Um, well, on, on, good job, yeah, China. They, they can't reproduce, but on top of that, you know, two thirds of their men don't have a mate. They don't have a wife. And as far as behavior of humans goes, from any of the uh, sociologists I've heard talk about it, and the psychologists talk about it, is that you basically end up getting like when men, if they want a partner and they can't find a partner, it's not available to them. They end up just getting really, really angry. All of those, all of their hormones, all of the testosterone just builds up and it's going to come out in some way. And unfortunately for men, it tends to come out in aggression. And China is just rolling them into the military. Yeah. But yeah. on top of that, any any women that are caught fleeing North, Car- or, uh, North Korea, almost said North Carolina, <laughs> flee North Carolina, everybody. Uh, <laughs> North Korea, they're usually trafficked at that point. And that's a... That is the dangerous part of living next to China right now. If you're a woman, you are in high demand and you're trying to escape a horrible country and you get to a slightly less horrible country. Yeah, I think that was what um, Yumi Park was kind of talking about. Um, A lot of trafficking. Um, What I'm concerned about, a lot of it is like you talk about this three child policy for China. So we're here in America and we have all these choices and there's like oh i don't want to have any kids and mm-hmm. like so we're 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 running and maybe not as fast as china is but we definitely are running into that issue where we have lost i guess i think we have lost our sense of purpose and our our sense of role in our community where women have been told that it's incredibly antiquated to have children um and that i was actually talking to uh, a mom and then a mom to be um and talking about how negative parenting is in regards to like social media you know when people post about their kids mm-hmm. um and say how how horrible it is how exhausting it is oh my kid did this oh my kid did that and they almost make kids come across as if they are nothing but a pure burden and i feel like social media is incredibly influential like if it can influence if tiktok can influence people into thinking that they have did or that they're transgender or that they're gay or whatever or that like they have tics or yes um you or or autism or whatever it is um social media can also influence things that are, seem less drastic like wanting to have children wanting to actually live a life outside of your computer screen uh we could probably get into a whole conversation about the metaverse which we won't do because um, <laughs> that would be bad and it would take way too long um but that's something that i'm very concerned about for America because we have lost the value of family and we have put above family this idea of 
success being money and career driven, which there is a place for career. That is. Um, there's a place for it. And there's also a place um, for family and career does not necessarily, it's harder for a career to fulfill um, if you don't have any other community ties um, and family is a way of creating community ties. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the hard part for me with this not having kids is that a lot of people are doing it to save the environment. In fact, there was a report on a lady that had her uh, uterus removed because she was like, "No, I don't have kids." She's surgically stopping herself from ever having kids, and she wasn't necessarily past childbearing age she actually still had quite a bit to go and i don't know i'm just kind of confused because i feel like if you want to inspire people to take care of the planet and i am for taking care of the planet um don't you want to doesn't it spur you on to do that so that your kids have a better time of it than you that they have a plan to come to but yet Mm -hmm. you have these people that are just sacrificing any future possibility of kids for purely for purely the plan, I think they're going to have a harder time motivating people to do that. And there, anybody that's sacrificing the idea of a family, I feel like, in place of the environment and the planet, I don't think there's very many of them. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. How like we do stuff like t- for our families, you know, we we make sacrifice for our family. In this case, they're making a sacrifice by sacrificing family, um, and you kind of brought up a good point too. It's like, okay, they're sacrificing, but I think the reason why it doesn't make sense to us is that you and I both are like, we want families. We have a value on family. Mm -hmm. But if you look at someone who's more on, I would say liberal to leftist, but I'm going to go more leftist on like extreme, like to take out your uterus, you're crazy. You are absolutely crazy. (laughs) Um, But I would say that far leftists are very selfish. They don't care about who cares if the kids see it. Cause I want to live. And if they really believe that, cause I do think they really genuinely believe in climate change and that the universe is going to burn. And so they're like, okay, I want to preserve myself. And so in order to preserve myself, I will sacrifice family. I will sacrifice having potential children. And there are some people on the left and who are liberal that are willing to sacrifice actual children in the womb. Um, so it wouldn't be far out of the question for people to just be like, well, I'm not going to have kids at all. Like, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that argument for abortion as well, that if they, if they remove abortion, then what are we going to do with all these kids that keep getting born? Um, yeah, there's like a long waiting list of people who want to adopt little babies. Um, so I think, I think that there's a lot more people who are willing to take those kids than they would like everyone to believe. Um, but I am going to switch topics and I think that we would, the one thing that we did miss out on, it's funny that, well, it's not funny because what I'm about to say is tragic, but it's interesting that when we take breaks, a lot of the really crazy stuff happens and mm. tragic things happen. Um, and so I'm not going to say too, too, too much on it um, unless Connor, you have more, uh, but May 24th, uh, last month, there was an active shooter uh, at a Texas elementary school, Mm -hmm. uh, Rob Elementary, that went in and um, killed, I think, 19 kids and two teachers, I think. Um, So 
that was tragic. It was pretty much an all uh, Latino uh, community. I don't think any of them uh, were white as far as I knew. Um, I believe that the shooter was also Latino as well. Um, it seemed like, from what I know about it, it seemed like a very tight-knit community. So imagine 19 kids dying. Imagine how many lives those kids touched. And so how everyone is grieving massively. Um, one of the things, and I got a little bit of backlash for it when I decided to post this, uh, I, tr I try hard not to be super duper political on my personal Facebook, but every once in a while it happens. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think this was an incredibly political statement at all, um, but I did get a little bit of backlash for saying like, hey, before we start talking about gun control, uh, before we start um, making stances on having guns or not having guns, why don't you just let people freaking grieve for half a second? If you could just, if you could just, you know, not make it political and start politically posturing yourself, that would be amazing. I said like, and I made it very, I was very kind. I said two days. I think it should be much longer than that. But uh, because these things have to get talked about eventually, obviously they need to be yeah. talked about, but I don't think you need to talk about it the minute something like this happens. Yeah, you um, don't have to be uh, an ass, Mr. Beto O'Rourke, <laughs> coming in and just parading around during a conference addressing the shootings to just come in and start screaming about taking everybody's guns and, and pushing it. If you want to talk about that after the fact, then let's talk about it. Yeah, but I would agree. Turning turning these these types of events into a political movement, and I say political because there are people that have agenda, and then there are people that genuinely think that removing guns will help. Mm -hmm. And, you know... I wish that they would just decide that have the states vote on it and have some state decide to be a demo, basically. All right, we're going to remove all guns from the state. We're going to see what happens. And I pretty much, honestly, I feel like that's already happened where, one, I don't think it's possible to demo and to take all the guns out of one state. I don't think it's possible. Um, but you have places like Chicago and California that have um, more strict gun laws and they have the highest crime. Like, what does so it tells us that highest crime or highest gun crime because that, that's where be. we have to break into a um, lot of stuff. I new york city new york both. city you can't get anything up there unless you're a big shot and then you can get a concealed carry i don't even know i don't believe that you can even really get a shotgun in new york city and there's yeah. some other states up in that northeastern corner that are really really strict on guns um i guess it really depends on what people are trying to prevent are you trying to prevent crimes and killings with guns because then yes you might be able to restrict it and we've talked about this a little bit but mostly what you're going to do by implementing laws is going to be affecting law-abiding citizens mm -hmm. now for me where it breaks down is that that's not stopping people from getting guns illegally or from getting it from stupid people that leave their guns out lying around with their kids or their people or their uh, friends or family members that have some sort of a, uh, a mental illness or are on some sort of medication. Like all of those things play in. And so you do have those accidents where, and we've seen shootings like that happen where some kid goes in and takes their parents' guns because their parents don't keep them locked up and they go and they shoot a school. Um, but other times you have people get guns. I mean, if they get it illegally, then nothing you're talking about as far as gun reform is going to work. And that's kind of my point is that I'm not even trying to like be overly political. I'm just trying to be practical where I'm like, okay, if someone, if we make all these legal 
all these you know, legal rules, but someone can just jump the fence by getting a gun illegally, or as you said, finding it or, or in some other way, because clearly this is happening. Um, yeah, then- you, you can take a gun from somebody that got it legally. Mm-hmm. You could also get people who are just stupid, well and mm-hmm. well meaning, pass all the tests, get the gun, and then give it to somebody who definitely should not have the gun. And in this case, with this specific shooter, all the things that it, and I'm sad that this happened because it, it proves pretty much everything that the left has been trying to say it's wrong that he went through the background check he got the gun legally he did all these things that were supposed to prevent um a shooting and it happened anyway Mm -hmm. and then you know there's this idea of red flag laws where in practicality maybe red flag laws would work but no one's actually acting on those red flag laws i think the hard part about the red flag laws is who gets to decide what's a red flag or who gets to who gets to decide that what about you is cause for a red flag we don't like the government being in charge of that because the government as we know in history and in the present they can have a bias Uh, you know i would feel for anybody any any (laughs) Any conservative living in New York trying to get it, or any liberal out in Texas, although Texas is kind of fifty-fifty now. Uh, but anybody, you know, if you're if you're ever in a in an other party, like majority state, who knows where that stuff can go? And I mean, where do you can can we bring in can we bring in third parties for this? Because I I do believe that mental evaluation at this point in this country is a there should they should find a way to do that. I don't know how yeah. you do that though. With and I wouldn't leave it to the government. The government's slow. <laughs> they're uh, they're just they're slow. Yeah, they're slow moving. They're slow on decisions, and it's not always because it takes a lot of work. It's just because they're slow. Yeah, they are slow, and I agree. I'm not again. I'm not a big fan of the idea of red flag laws. I just don't think that they work in practicality. What I do think are some good options, which I don't know why no one wants to talk about, is like why don't we raise security at schools? Why are our kids not important enough for that? Mm. Also, there was a point in our history where we said everybody that was mentally ill wasn't mentally ill; they were just eccentric, or they were just you know. So we just let them out. Like we should probably have some more involuntary um, commitments of people who are mentally ill. And of course, it wouldn't just be like, I think this person's mentally ill. Well, we take away your autonomy. It obviously doesn't work quite as simplistically mm-hmm. as that. There would be obviously a process for that. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, the current process sucks. You and I yeah. both have a friend in common that's that's struggling with some mental stuff. And getting getting that person help feels almost impossible. And yeah. if if there is actual help, it costs tens and ten tens and thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. if not more than that. And that's not the that's not something that anybody, or I should say, most of us have. It's it, it virtually puts it in, you know in the impossible category, uh, unless you're a Hollywood star or a high up government official or you're way up the corporate ladder like there's there's a very very small percentage of people that can afford quality mental health care when there are a lot more people that need it yeah there's a lot of people that need it and it's a 
it's a it's a deep it's a deeper it's a deeper topic for me because I feel like again it's a breakdown of a community it's a breakdown of a society which is why these kind of things are happening I'm trying to remember where I put this article where did I put it um but I was reading a poll it was a good poll I just don't remember where it's from um that said that I think it's like 40 percent of adults believe that um shootings are from mental illness which is um I, I mean there's can be some debate there but these people are mentally disturbed something's happening where they're mentally disturbed um so it tells us that gun it's not just about gun control it's not just about taking them away um there is just a lot of mental illness that's happening but the thing too that the left won't 100 say out loud is that they want to just get rid of all guns um we know that in societies where you compensate all guns is that's when the government runs over you this has been historically true uh we know that this happens so there's a even though a lot of people really care about the actual school shootings that happen i think that higher level Democrats or leftists. I'm not talking about people on the streets. I'm talking about our more, um, pol- our more politicians really only care about. They just want to use these incidents to convince you to give, to give your guns to them. Um, it's a power thing for them. So we have two different perspectives um, that are happening, and so we have to remember that that's what the left wants. Like when, I feel like when the left says that they want something, we should take them seriously. Um, and I think we should start taking the left a little bit more seriously when they say they want to do things. Um, no, I totally agree because you think, you know what? They've said they've want to do a lot of things and they have accomplished most of them. Yeah. And conservatives, more specifically, the Republican Party has said they want to stop those things. And you know what? Almost every single one they've lost. And that's up to current. And it looks like it was a Rasmussen poll. And yes, 30% blame access to firearms, but 40% reportedly believe it's mental oh, health. Oh, perfect. Yep. Okay. I knew I found it somewhere. I was looking at that. 10% think family problems are more to blame for mass shootings, while another 10% blame social media. Only 4% think school problems are more to blame. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I would fall on school problems being the reason for that. Yeah. I would, I'd say the same. Um, but we would be, it would be really sad if we didn't talk about the shooting. Um, horrible, sad, sad for it, sad for the families. But on a national level, I am incredibly disappointed uh, in it being used. That the death of these children is being used for political gain, yeah, as it always was, is. None of these shootings are ever easy. And had we not been sick, traveling, and everything else under the sun, um, probably would not have said too much about it, other than just reporting on it. Because I wanted to, I wanted to leave it alone as far as a report goes. Yeah, like you need the, the families need to be given the space and and time to grieve um, over stuff like this and blasting it all over the news and social media and you know not, going beyond just reporting that it happened and to pour out support for the communities, it just immediately goes into. I mean, for the liberals, it goes into a, into why we need to just ban guns from the country or severely limit them. I mean, I've heard conversations all from the sun and then and then conservatives talking points go up on arming schools with security guards or arming teachers. That's all this stuff that's like this isn't the conversation that needs to be had right now. Yeah. The agreed. conversation right now 
is what can we do for this for these families and these communities and it they just grazed right over it and went jumped right into the politics yeah and you know and I'm actually glad we're covering it more now because we can actually talk about it a little bit more. Um, granted, these families are going to be grieving for the rest of their lives, um, yes. but eventually it does. It is going to have to get talked about. So I'm glad that we actually waited to talk about it because I don't think I would have done anything but report the facts. No, we, um, we would probably still be talking about it today for the first time. Yeah. Um, there is another. There is another aspect of that shooting, though, that I think deserved a lot more attention than it got. Ah, uh, yes. And you're probably looking at the screen that I have pulled up here. You can probably guess what it is. I actually can't see from this angle, but I'm just like making a guess. Is it the one? Is it the point you thought I was going to go after? No. So I thought you first. I thought you were going <laughs> to talk <laughs> about how the border patrol agent left the barber shop. With his barber's gun. Well, and I, I was there. I was gonna end on him, but you know what? We can we can but talk. We'll about start that. backwards. We can start backwards and be like, do you know why the border patrol agent went in there instead? Yeah, you guys. Um, if you, if you guys don't know why it took a border patrol agent, and I believe another another off duty border patrol or um, an off duty cop. I don't remember which the second one was, but there was two. So there were two of these guys, not on the scene, not part of this, not part of that counties police they're not the ones that should have been on the scene but one particular uh border guard his wife and daughter both at the school got the call headed there got inside got them out and, and continued. to make a clarification both uh, it wasn't the mom that was outside the school waiting i believe she was in she was inside she's a teacher yeah. there yes mm -hmm. yeah so she's a teacher there his daughter was a student there he went in got them out and then him and the other guy went back in Room by room, found the shooter, killed him. Done. Now, why did it take an off-duty border patrol agent and a friend of his, or, or just another agent, to show up and take care of this? Because the police officers in this particular area are probably some of the shittiest humans on the face of the planet right now. Yeah. Um, you know... I am a big advocate for the police as I am a whole. less so now. Well, I would... Okay, so I'm going to... Yes, you're because, absolutely... Because I'm going to make a differentiation here well, between well, the I good police and the bad police. Yeah, well, I would say... That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel it would be fair to paint all police officers this way. Like, I'm sure... No, that, but I'm saying as yeah. an overall support for police, my support's gone down during all the stuff during COVID with them shutting down businesses handing off tickets to people but you don't dragging hear people about off. the ones you don't hear about the cops that that didn't care like even in in concord um my gym um they like they have all the different flags on the top of um the gym of the weights area with the um, blue line flag you know all mm -hmm. the you know army you know air whatever all the flags they keep all the flags up there so <laughs> very conservative without saying that they're conservative right and and they decided to keep their gym open throughout COVID. And they got called on. The police called all the time. The police got called on them all the time. And from what I know, the police were like, you know, like, eh, we yeah, don't care. North like, Carolina are... really didn't implement any laws to do like a hard shutdown. Not like California, not like New York City, where a lot of these videos came out of where the police just did everything that the governor, the governors and the mayors asked them to do. I, I also just feel like, too, with these cops. So actually, let me just very quickly say what happened from what i know 
they got to the school they barricaded so they didn't go in and they stayed out there for like 40 minutes to an hour from what i know which yes. is insane not only that they stopped parents from going in parents it's texas you've got to assume that at least one of the one or two of those parents were armed and ready to go in they stopped all these parents they tased them they pepper sprayed them they handcuffed parents had them on the ground they physically stopped parents right. like an, yeah. an army of parents that were ready to just go in tear this person limb from limb and save everybody that they could and die trying in the process these cops didn't let them yeah no, one mom got handcuffed yes pinned. Mm-hmm. they let unhandcuffed her she jumped the barricade went and got two of her kids out yeah successfully yeah i just i have zero respect for those police officers Absolutely. and this is not the Absolutely. first time this happened either that's the hard part is that there was another school shooting and i'm blanking on which one it was was it sandy hook um, I don't know. I'm not going to say because I don't know. I'll try to look it up real quick. But there was another instance where the, you know, the county's police department showed up. Same thing. Barricaded off, stayed outside trying to get a situation on which I'm like, there's a school shooter. Go in and finish it. Yeah. Well, that's supposed to be the law. I think since Parkland, it has been the new, um, the new protocol is you go in, like you go in. And you kill the guy um, or you take him in, but, you know, kill if you have to. And even when I remember being on campus for a school shooting when I was in college, um, which that ended in the death of uh, two individuals. And then I believe four others were injured, um, but they went in immediately. And I mean, they shut down the situation Um and sadly, people still lost their lives, but it was fast. Um, there was there was no real hesitation. It was one of the fastest response times. I was able to talk to our police chief about it. And I was very proud. Uh, so that's what they should have done. They should have rushed. There's no doubt, like protocol-wise, they should have just rushed right in. Um, that's what I know. And they didn't. And they should all be fired. Um, they should all, I don't know if criminal prosecution is right um but they should at least be fired um they were cowards um they i would i would personally i would go for the criminal prosecution because the teachers none of the teachers signed up to be any type of security guard or police and yet they're in there protecting students with their own lives these cops knowingly signed up for the job yep knowing the inherent risk that came with it all formed up outside way outnumbering the gunmen like they could have had every single access point to that building and sent a good amount of officers through there and they didn't do anything because they were afraid of being shot and i have zero respect for those types of cops and you know what i i agree again this is the bad cop that we're left with after the left has been demonizing police for years we get all these covid lockdown cops that just follow orders who i hate by the way Hate you guys. You're a horrible representation of the badge. The badge. You're disgusting. And everybody that's conservative who's just pro cops all the time. Those cops are not your friends. Those cops, when the government decides that they want to just silence you completely, those are the lap dogs that will just do what they're told. And then we have yeah. these cops who just another version of bad cops. Whether it is insufficient training or whether it is just absolute yellow-bellied cowardness they don't do their jobs that they signed up for so as far as i'm concerned yes they should be criminally prosecuted okay yep well i do agree um that 
when you start demonizing good cops, they will leave. Um, yeah, they've and, left, and your replacement is this is this is your replacement. Yeah, um, agreed. Yep. Um, so at this, there's just there's so much going on here, and I definitely agree with you. These are really not. I, I'm ashamed. I'm really ashamed because conservatives, we spend so much time defending the police. I'll still keep defending. I'll still keep defending them as a whole. Um, but uh, it was the Parkland shooting, by the way, where the officers stayed outside. Yeah, and I think that makes sense because it was since Parkland that yep. they implemented that rule. Um, and maybe at that time, I'm not trying to defend them or anything. I don't know. But maybe at that time, that was what protocol was. And that was what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, they had already had drills like months before for an active shooter, this specific case in Uvalde. Um, and they got to the scene. They knew exactly what they were supposed to do, and they did not do it. Um, so there, there we have it. We'll talk more about, I think we'll probably do another segment probably in the next couple of weeks about gun control as a whole. Um, but that's it for today. That's it for our news. Uh, and we'll be back next week with more. That's right. We'll see you then.